Welcome to the show and our today's guest is the bucket list guy. He's the number one bucket list expert in the world and he's the author of the best-selling book, My Bucket List Blueprint, Tech's thought leader and speaker and a certified speaking professional and he's also the founder and also the CEO of Bucket List Coaches who are now on the mission to help 10 million bucket listers. Now, before he became the bucket list guy, he founded and franchised a chain of personal training studios across Australia. And starting with one client, only one client, he and his team went on to do over 2 million personal training sessions and motivated tens and thousands of clients. And he's none other than Travel. And we are so, I feel so amazing to have you on the show. So how are you feeling today? I am feeling fantastic. I am unreal, mate. Thanks a lot for having me on the show. Yeah, amazing. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. So the first thing is, so like that, that came came to my mind is like, why did you actually wanted to become a bucket list expert? Yeah, well, well um, I sort of fell into it to be honest. I someone called me the bucket list guy uh, about ten years ago after I gave my first seminar. Um, my backstory, as you just said, is I was in the personal fitness training uh, personal fitness training business for twenty years. Started was one of the pioneers of personal fitness training in Australia. Grew that business, helped a heap of clients around Australia. But I went through a bit of a breakdown before breakthrough kind of process myself. I, I went through um, a, a mild, I guess, bout of depression. And instead of going on heavy antidepressants, you know, which is like a Band-Aid fix, I uh, decided to, to try and find out rather than, rather than put a Band-Aid on it, trying to get to the root cause of what I was going through with my mental health. So I found myself, I had to force myself to go to a whole heap of seminars um, you know, around positive psychology, NLP, um, law of attraction, life coaching stuff, pos- positive psychology. And, and I, um, yeah, I, I, got, I worked through some of my issues that I was experiencing at the time and a friend of mine at that time said, hey, why don't you teach this stuff? So I went out and uh, summed up the courage. I put on a talk and uh, packaging all my entrepreneurial. I've always worked for myself, so I've really never had a proper job, a salaried, you know, job. Um, all my entrepreneurial, you know, stuff that I've learned and all the stuff that I just recently learned about psychology, put it into a talk. About halfway through that talk, I started sharing the fact that I had a list to do before I die since I was 18, which a lot of people didn't know that about me. So, and it really inspired the group. Um, and then at the end of that first seminar, um, Joe, one of the participants, said, hey, how's all this list to do before you die stuff? It's really, you know, motivated people, inspired us. It's like a bucket list. You're, you're like the bucket list guy. I went, ping, light bulb moment. And that night I went home and registered the bucketlistguy.com. And I was thinking, all right, well, how am I going to monetize this? How am I going to use this and I knew I wanted to speak, you know, professionally, you know, run around the world and and speak to groups. So that's been my online superhero persona for the last 10 years. I've been doing that for 10 years and I've come to India, I've come to uh, come to all places all around the world and I've spoken to all sorts of different people in all sorts of different situations, had all sorts of hecklers 
I've I've absolutely um, got standing ovations some places, and I've absolutely bombed in other places. <laughs> so it's uh, it's an interesting interesting choice of career doing this public speaking thing. And I look about ten. It was about three years ago, just over three years ago, that we decided to leverage the Bucket List Guy brand and create a uh, – we launched bucket, Certified Bucket List Coach at the start of January 2018, and now we've got Certified Bucket List Coaches in 22 countries around the world teaching my stuff now too. So there you go. Yeah, it's really interesting. So the first thing I want to know is like, what was the trajectory that you fell in? So that like you said, you had, you been like, fell in that deep emotional breakdown, breakdown. You had a deep emotional breakdown at a point you said, and that was mainly the turning point in, in your life. So what was that basically? It was a combination, a perfect storm of, you know, legal things happening within my business. I let some very uh, toxic people into into my business and into my life. Um, and you know what it's like. One thing leads to another. It becomes a perfect storm, a bit of a downward spiral. Um, I let it really affect me. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, that it all led to me being in, in, a, in a pretty dark place for me. Um, but when I say mild, you know, compared to a lot of other people who have been through mental health issues and depression specifically, mine was very mild. So I'm not going to say I was really down and out and really, really suicidal, but um, our own perception is our own reality, right? It was enough for me to change what I was doing. And to be honest, it was perfect. I wouldn't have changed anything because it was exactly what I needed at that point in time to get me to shift into what I, from what I was doing to what I am doing now. Like I say, it, it's a, it was a breakdown before the breakthrough that I needed. It was the confusion before the clarity that I needed. Okay, interesting. So like uh, one thing though, uh, so every, like if every single person says this, so like at that point in time, it feels like there is nothing else going on. Why are we doing this? So why is it happening right now? But after reaching to a certain point, we are grateful that that thing happened. That even yeah. happened. Yeah. And I think, I think you're an idiot. If you, if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, you don't learn from it. So, but that's, you know, it's interesting reflecting back on that because the mental health, the depression, you know, these are the big drivers for why I do what I do now and why our coaches are out there around the world running the programs that they do. We target um, mental health as, a, as an issue that we want to help be the solution for. We want to change the narrative in both people's minds and within companies around the world as well, you know, change the conversation, give them some tools to be able to self-manage out of where they are now to where they want to be. So it's good because it's become a driver. You know, as coaches, as speakers, as thought leaders, we all, there's a part of us that, probably a big part of us that wants to coach, you know, wants to coach our former self. We want to help our former self. So we extract the learnings from 
what we've been through, hopefully extract the learnings and then pay them forward through things like coaching and speaking and running programs to prevent our former self from going through what we went through. It's a bit of a <laughs> minefield to, with the headspace there, but you understand what I mean. You know, like that. that's most of us want to coach. If we come out as a coach, we want to coach our former self. Okay. It's really, really great. So we are still sharing what you know. Um, so what tools did you use? Like when you, you were in the background situations, situation to actually go from that situation to becoming a self, like the best version of yourself and what tools you sh suggest people to now? Well, I found out pretty quickly that drugs and alcohol doesn't, it is not really a good fix. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I found that positive psychology, uh, you know, and, and really what I teach today, I built, I built, I built the bucket list guy to really help me. That's why it's a very cathartic, but it, it, it helped me and therefore help other people in the same, in the same predicament. So, um, Really, at the at the heart of what I do, it's is positive psychology. Positive psychology is <clears throat> performance based psychology. So it's about helping person identify their strengths, um, what what they turn what what they feel is is meaningful in their life. Identifying what gives them meaning, what gives them purpose, what gives them a fulfillment, and also getting the, helping them to experience more gratitude. I mean, if you get a person to do more of that, they're going to have more fulfilled, happier life, all right? But the problem is with regressive psychology, traditional psychology is helping people to be, you know, they go back through the childhood, they go back through the problems, and they try and fix those problems to help a person be normal again. Who the, who the hell wants to be normal, right? No one. So... But but sure, if you're not a functioning member of society, <laughs> you know, and and you've got you know deep issues, whatever they may be, then we need to apply therapy. We need to apply drugs, so uh, prescribed drugs that you can be, um, so you can be a functioning member of society again, be and be somewhat normal, right? But when we're talking about performance, when we're talking about going beyond ourselves, when we're talking about setting new standards um, and living a more fulfilled life, well, normal doesn't cut it, does it? We want to perform better. So do more of what you're good at. Do more of what you like. Do more of what really lights you up rather than trying to fix any weaknesses. And that's what performance-based or, or positive psychology is really about. So all we've done, all I've done all these years is really talk about happiness, talk about psychology, positive psychology, but with this bucket list brand over the top of it, if you like. Okay. So <clears throat> how do you define, so like we're talking about positive psychology and bucket list. So how do you define a good bucket list and how can someone actually make it? <clears throat> Um, I define a good bucket list. That's an interesting question. I don't. I'm not the bucket list police here. I um, I, I I wrote a book called the My Bucket List Blueprint, 
And it's and I did the TED talk, and whenever I speak, I talk about this concept called the My Bucket List Blueprint. It's a twelve-letter acronym to help you, help anyone, really unpack what's in their head. You know, extract and articulate this personally meaningful and holistic list to allow you to go north, south, east, west in your own brain and get this stuff out. Because all the stuff that you want to do is inside your head, right? But the problem is that it's swimming around there with your to-do list. Of what you and, and your to-do list takes priority on a day-to-day basis. Whereas your bucket list, you only worry about your bucket list until you get given a use-by date by a doctor. Which is why the movie, the bucket list is shit, because it's about two guys that get given a cancer diagnosis and then they write a bucket list. Uh no, sorry, dickhead. Um why do you need to get diagnosed as can you know for, with cancer before you actually go and do the shit that you want to do in life? My job here, and hopefully people get this, the seriousness of this is to wake up before you get given a use by date. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so, <clears throat> but it's very important. I am is that we don't compare mine against yours. You're from a different country. You've got different heritage. You've got different income and accessibility levels. You've got different circle of influence, as have I. And someone else has got different to me and you. You know, everyone's completely different. It's not about comparison. We we compare too much in this in this world already, and social media makes it even worse. So it's about extracting the things that light you up. You know, that's what the whole My Bucket List Blueprint is about. It's a 12-letter acronym to, of questions to help you uncover these things for yourself. And yours is going to be very different to mine, but it's all got to be outside the comfort zone. It's all, it's all these meaningful personal goals that you uncover and, more importantly, write down that, that inspire you to get out of bed in the morning. You know, that's what... I say a bucket list is a tangible life plan where our career plan or our business plan should fit into our life plan and not be the other way around. So this concept really brings home this work to live principle, right? And, uh, you know, like if you're doing your business, if you're doing a job, if you're doing career well, it should produce the two resources um, a lots of a lots of the two resources that that it should produce, and that is cash flow. It should produce cash flow, and it should produce time flow if you do it right. Double bonus if you actually love what you do, you're passionate about what you do, and you're of service to the community, you're of service to people around you, and you're doing good out there in the world. Um, and it's hitting your values, which is like your internal rule book. I think that's the holy grail, right? You love what you do and you're making the time and you're making the money. I think that's you can tick the box on life. But a lot of people can't say that. A lot of people hate what they do. They go to work every single day, they just collect the paycheck, come home, and they don't they're not they're not overly productive because they're just a hamster on the wheel. A lot of people are just sleepwalking through their life, living by the default, not by design, just existing and not living. So this concept has you know over the last 10 years of me doing this has woken a lot of people up and get into re help them recalibrate on their happiness interesting 
So like, why did you actually want to write the book? So you were already helping people uh, on like through speaking engagements or like training coaches. So why did you decided to write your book, The Bucket List Blueprint? Because about hundreds of thousands of people have asked me, Trav's where, Trav, where is your book? And I was pissed off <laughs> that I hadn't done it. So that's why I wrote the book. Plus it was a big chip on my shoulder, monkey on my back, and it was a gorilla on my back for the last 10 years. And so every, so every speaking gig, so I check this out. You know, I did a five-city tour of, uh, you're not in India, aren't you? Whereabouts are you? I'm in Bangladesh. Bangladesh. So yeah. I, I, just next door, I, I ran around India and I did, uh, I did a five city tour of India speaking to her. And, you know, wherever I go around the world, everyone says, Oh, can I buy your book? Can I buy your book? You know, after they see you speak. And I'm like, no, it's coming. It's coming. So I don't know. I probably missed out on millions of dollars. Who knows? But uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a dickhead for that. But um, because I'm not running around the world doing my bucket list and, you know, on planes and international travel because of COVID restrictions and lockdowns and no flights. Thank you. I can't believe I'm saying it, but thank you, COVID. I got my book done. <laughs> Interesting. So I got um, the book done. It went to Amazon bestseller. Uh, I'll actually grab a copy of it. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it's been, um, it's been really, really well received too. So, you know, there it is. If you if if you're watching the video, that is, I'm holding up. If you if you're only listening to this on the podcast, I'm currently holding up the book. There it is. The pathetic thing about this AM is it took me about ten years to write it, and it's a, only about a centimeter thick. Look at that. That's pathetic, isn't it? Talk about a battle. Talk about a battle of. Procrastination and pro uh, procrastination and perfectionism, all in one centimeter book. Anyway, it's done. Tick off the bucket list. Thanks for coming. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, so I'm also trying. <laughs> When's yours coming out? When's yours coming out? <laughs> so I'm actually writing a book. So I wrote, started writing it. Actually, I wrote one chapter. I, I wrote the contest and the one chapter on November. Actually, not November. Actually, de December last year. Uh, but yeah. uh, then I stopped because like uh, there are other projects that are going on right now. Like yeah. the, book, <clears throat> the book is mainly about branding and marketing, a combination, combination of both. I didn't decide the name yet. So I think it will be done by the end of this year, hopefully, uh, unless it is one of... See, I that's what I, exactly what you just said. I've, I've said that for 10 years. So... <laughs> <laughs> when someone said that, when someone asked me, someone I just said, "Oh, yeah, it's coming." I've I've written all the chapters. I've done some. I've finished some chapters. Blah 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 blah. blah. You haven't done it, have you, Trove? No, I have not. <laughs> In my case, I did, but I I actually have. To, I think <laughs> I have to redo it because uh, a lot of things in my head has changed. Uh, so yeah, I again, that's what I said for ten years. <laughs> No, no I, I, I'm, I'm certainly not going to come across as some sort of like book writing guru expert. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just bragging because I actually ended up doing it. <laughs> no, it's like, it's good. Like it's uh, it, like every writer said this. Like it's good to write a book after writing their first one. It, 
It really is. Yeah, it, it stamps your authority in a certain field. You know, people take you seriously. I did a post the other day. It feels I feel like a, more of a grown up now. <laughs> Interesting. People take you seriously. Yeah. So I, I actually want also want to feel like a grown up. I'm uh, as you said, like you were eighteen at the time, and I'm eighteen right now. So that's let's see how how it you're goes. Eighteen. Down. Yeah. Huh? And you're running a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and you're thinking about doing a book. Oh, unreal. I didn't know what the hell I was doing at 18. So well done. <laughs> well done you. Yeah. Thank, thanks. And so like there's one question that I ask on every podcast or every episode. So uh, that is like, what is learning and education to you? Mind it's everything. Um, I tell you, um, my, it's a really good question. I, I'm glad you asked that because, um, I went to university and in my third year university, I didn't know what I was going to do. I, I did a physical education degree. I thought I was going to be a kid, you know, like a high school, uh, PE teacher, right? Physical education teacher. I think that was what I was going to do, but it wasn't until a guy, came into third year, my third year uni- university. He was, he was our strength and conditioning coach. Um, and he, and he lectured in one, one of the, the subjects and his name was Tony and Tony was doing this thing in the, in the early nineties called personal fitness training. And, and I'm, I, I had no idea what the hell personal fitness training was. So I asked Tony, I, I put him aside after it and I said, what's this personal training thing? And he was training, this, you know, a lot of celebrities and wealthy people around the better suburbs around Melbourne. And uh, and he said, oh, are you interested in doing some personal training? I said, yeah, yeah. How, how much do you get paid for personal? How much do people pay you? You know, what do you do with you run around with them and do everything? And he said, well, I'm, I'm pretty high up there. I'm, I'm, I'm on about, you know, 100 to $200 an hour. I went. Shit. Well, tell me more, Tony. So he said, look, follow me around, you know, read this book, subscribe to this magazine. This is pre-internet. Go to this event, go, go and go to this conference, etc." And I just did everything he told me. Mate, that's when my real learning started. You know, find yourself a mentor. If, it, if, if this is going out to people of your age, I am, I, I want to say this. Find someone, you know, whether it be on social media, whether they be accessible or just, you know, over overseas or whatever, but but find someone that you can emulate who can be a role model. Um, look, even alive or dead, it doesn't really matter, but find 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 people that are doing the thing that you want to do and download, read, get involved in everything that they do. And you will understand really quickly their psychology to get there, right? If you want to be, I don't know, like, um, God, you know, like, like I, I've mentored a lot of people over the years, and uh, um, and a lot of girls, you know, say, "Oh, I want to be like Oprah." All right. Well, I've got no chance of meeting Oprah. You don't have to meet Oprah, but read all of her autobiographies, subscribe to all of her, her stuff on, on YouTube, uh, you know, just subscribe to all of her, read all of her books that she's involved in, subscribe to her programs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, 
and then block out everyone else and just 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 channel her. And what you'll find is you'll quickly understand how she thinks and how she thinks on on the path to get where she's got to. But the thing is we live in a world of distraction. So our learning, I, I say we suffer from infobesity. Infobesity. It's just too much information that we're trying to consume. So it's actually good to put your blinkers on and just focus on the role models that you want to focus on. For me, I focused on Tony at the start and what he was doing with his personal fitness training. So I just zeroed in on that. And to be honest, my learning came after I left university because I, I was self-employed. So I went and got I, – I, I started reading. I started really reading. I started going to events. I started to invest in coaches and mentor and programs and spent my invested, should I say, my own money um, way beyond what I spent at university to go to university. Hundreds of thousands of dollars to self-educate. Um, and still to this day, it's just a process. I'm, uh, right now, I'm doing something on my bucket list and that is reading 52 books in a year. Right, fifty-two books in a year. That's so. That's essentially one a week. So I'm doing it as a challenge, but it's a learning challenge. It's a full-on challenge. And so far, so far, this is what I've. These books right here. Uh, these are the ones that I've that I've read. Right Amazing. here. Amazing. So, and I literally. Uh, Literally every morning at 4.30 in the morning, this is how seriously I take it, 4.30 in the morning I wake up and I read one or two chapters out loud and my partner Tracy, she, um, she, she's an artist, she draws while I, while I read. So both her and I learn and because I do a lot of speaking and stuff, I'm warming up my voice and, and when I wake up, my retention of the information that I am actually reading and learning is so much better than if I'm trying to do it later at night. And it really sort of sets the precedent for that day. So in that, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, look at that. The last one I wrote, I I read was man's search for meaning by Viktor Frankl. That's a pretty heavy book. The one before that, the obstacle is the way. The one before that, Atomic Habits, never split the difference, feel the fear and do it anyway. You know, there's, there's, there's heaps of like just con- constantly, constantly learning. Have I applied a lot of what I've learned? Shit share every day. Yeah. So, leaders are readers. Yeah. So I, uh, among the list, like the few names that you said, like I've read, I, I, I read never split the difference not shed but yep. you can say like the audiobook so after yep. uh, i finished like- I, spoke, I spoke on stage i st- actually spoke on stage with chris voss uh about a year ago or two years ago yeah, who, wrote, who wrote that fbi agent yeah yeah i think the most important thing about that book in that book i saw was uh, like that f- completely flipped my perception was the thing he said about no like you if you say no multiple times and then you can get a bit better response with yes like that yeah. like previously i've i like everyone suggests Dale Carnegie's book which is uh 
how to influence and influence people basically and in that book he actually like that was all you can say like one of the foundational book which i read very early on yeah so, uh, in that yeah. book uh, he said like you should say yes 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 then you can switch to like get a yes through the flow and that was yeah. a complete shift on my and that no if you say no multiple times and actually actually applied it and it works actually it's never yeah. different so yeah yep. no there's but the thing is that there's um you you you've got to have space to apply it too and you've got to have you you've got to have an avenue to apply it you know there's no use learning something and mind you when i when i um there you go i'll i'll just grab any any of these books I never split the difference there we go i've got to make sure i don't lose my place <laughs> um so so you know this is when i when i read i do it with this pen one of these pens and look at that i've even got backup pens but i i just completely i write all through the book i highlight you know, highlight sections and where, there we go. So wherever I'm, I'm just constantly writing, constantly writing in all the, all throughout the book. There you go. Cool. But then you, but then you go and apply it. Yeah, absolutely. That's where the real power is. Absolutely. That's good. Owning your own business. You can go and then apply a lot of these concepts. Absolutely. Like that's all learning is all about, right? Yeah. So we are almost at the end. So I'm sorry. Like I took more time than I expected. So that's okay. I had a long answer. Yeah. So, uh, so where can our listeners find you online? So like that's the ending. Yeah, for sure. Um, they can go to the bucket Um, if they go to the bucket forward slash book, um, we can get one of these books over to you. I'll sign a copy and send it over to you. Um, or on Instagram, I think we've connected. Uh, I am on Instagram, which is uh, mine is bucketlistguy.trovbell or, uh, you know, LinkedIn and, and Facebook is Trav- Travis Bell dash the bucket list guy. You can check me out there. Okay, so I'll add the link with the description of the video or the podcast audios as well. So thanks cool. for thanks for firstly thanks you thank you for coming on the show, and thanks no yeah, and thanks for the All listeners right. who listen to the show. Yeah, I'm pretty cool, sure. Cool, man. Then. Cool. Keep up the keep up the great work. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks again, and thanks thanks again for the listeners who, who listen.